What's wrong? I'm not making this up. I'm telling you the truth. You promised you'd never tell! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Everybody, welcome to episode of what we're guessing is episode 223. Uh, we're we're back. It's been a while. We didn't do a show last week because we were at the greatest place on earth, Cinema Wasteland. And tonight, no guest, just me and the role of Tim Gross will be played by Tito Santana. You don't want no part of Tito Santana, pero ahora cobarde me tienes que enfrentar. Te tienes que enfrentar contra Tito Santana y por lo que hiciste cobarde como me dejaste, ahora pagarás. Arriba. Arriba! <laughs> Very racist, Tim. <laughs> that, what are you talking about? That's what he used to say all the time. Until he turned heel and started spraying everybody with arrogance. The perfume, remember uh, that shit? 
Oh my god, yeah, it was, that was a short span of time there. Oh dude, oh, I remember Tito Santana as being a heel. Anyway, fuck all that shit, we're late to the party tonight, we're an hour and a half late because our computers are terrible. And uh, so, Cinema Wasteland went down, Let's. what, what happened Tim? I sold a box of the movies The Barn and... Everybody wanted a copy of The Barn. Yep, and I'm getting responses back saying they're so glad they bought it off of me. Saying they really liked it. It wasn't bullshit I was shilling out there. No. There's a lot of that going on instead of, you know, come buy our movie uh, Jesus Christ the Serial Rapist and Dick Shark and... uh... (laughs) You know, shit like that. <laughs> but no, the barn's legit. It's really good. I watched it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people the past week. I, I've received emails or seen comments about the barn, and I was just glad. Like I said, sold twenty nine copies. Damn, sir. Yep. That's pretty. That's that's pretty lucrative. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Well, you I were telling me you had a very lucrative weekend, right? Like this is the best you've ever done at, at Wasteland. Um, yeah, roundabouts, I, yeah, I might have, this might have been the second best ever weekend I've ever did there. Because this was in a, uh, you know, we talk about sometimes Wasteland's just a a, a chilled out. Yep. You know, sometimes we have chilled out Wastelands. This was not one of them. This was a major rager Wasteland, for me at least. I don't know what I was going to say. I was very surprised because of the – I'm sorry to cast the Night of Living Dead. It's one of those things you question, is this going to be a good show? Because you've seen these people how many times? Wasteland is always a good show. And I will say this. I felt this show was very heavily attended. Mm-hmm. I, I was very surprised by the attendance, especially on Friday. It was kind of surprising too. But it kind of helps when – I roll into the gas station next to the hotel, and there's four inches of snow on the ground also. The fucking the gas station that had to close down due to technical difficulties? <laughs> yes. Whatever the fuck that was about. Apparently, Blackjack Mulligan put the claw on everyone inside. <laughs> no, the I Red think... Spencer X came down. <laughs> I think, uh, what's-his-face fucking, uh... Oh, god damn it. Ah, shit, was his name. Not Sub Zero, not Fireball, the fat guy that sang opera in Running Man. No. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> I didn't, uh, oh man, I forget his name it's now not, too. It's not Livewire. It's Circuit it, or something. I don't remember. Electro or I don't remember. He fucked that place up. We'll just blame it on him. That fat yes. guy that sings opera. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we. I had a fucking. I was not there on Friday, and I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass because I. I've said before, you know, uh, I'm kind of done paying for autographs, but I think I would have liked to met Judith O'Day. Yeah, yeah, I got, I met her in the elevator. It was pretty cool. She's a very, very nice lady. I talked to her for a minute or so out in the hallway. Yeah, I talked to her for a couple minutes on elevator because like it was on elevator and there was a bunch of people going up and down. So it was like stopping at every floor and just talking to her for a few minutes, and it was pretty cool because she. It was funny because she even she's like, "You sound like you're from Pittsburgh." It was like, "You are correct." <laughs> Were you a gentleman, and did you not fart in the in the elevator? 
I did not fart in the elevator. That's good, because you farted on me in the elevator, you asshole. (laughs) That was a different story. (laughs) But yeah, we had a major rager. I was fucking hammered. I got drunk twice, I think. Either that, I I was was really drunk, then had to stop, then started drinking again. I was very exhausted by the time Saturday night arrived. I know, you were... you you kept giving me shit about stopping to dr- stopping drinking, and then all of a sudden Tim Gross was not drinking anymore because he was an old man. I, well, yeah, I had to. I pulled the hey old school. Let's drive back to Pittsburgh Friday night and drive back up Saturday morning. Oh, that'll do it. That'll yeah, do I had it. to do that, and I maybe slept four hours the night before. So, but we did find the greatest place in Cleveland to eat. Yes, it is literally called, what was it, Old School old, Hot Dogs? Old Fashioned Hot Dogs. I think that, the, yeah, Old Fashioned Fuck Hot yeah. Dogs. The greatest goddamn place in the world. Uh, first of all... Um, Penguins just fucking scored on Columbus and went up 3 nothing in the series now. Columbus could go fuck themselves. And yes, Flyers are still not in the playoffs. Go fuck yourselves. You <laughs> suck ball sack. Hockey chat, everybody. But, yeah, man, fucking... Uh, first of all, it should be noted that if uh, Chuck Connors ever says, let's go, you should go check this place out to eat. Never. Chuck Connors could go fuck himself. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And never listen to Chuck Connors on culinary advice. Yes, because we literally we stumbled across, because both of us, at least it was you this time and not me, <laughs> being disgruntled like at Horror Realm. I was pissed a little bit. We parked <laughs> my car 15, 16 blocks away from this fucking place that Chuck told me and you and Out of Print Dan and Mashara, his buddy and uh, his other buddy, to go check out this place called the was it like the Flatiron Brew House or something? Something like that? like that, yes. And we walk in, and there's three like the place is it's not packed, but it's pretty full. And um, like there's I I don't understand. It's you could tell we're in the heart of like downtown Cleveland. Yeah. And oh yeah. This is hipster gentrification has happened, and and it's it's a fucking hipster brewery and. A lot of people are in there, and the guy says it'll be 45 minutes, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we look at the menu, and there's like five things on the menu, and they're all hippie fucking bullshit things, like spring rolls or shrimp salad. And there's five, and we were just like, fuck this. And those three guys left, and me and you just started walking back to the car, and we found the oldest hot dog joint in Pittsburgh. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes. You could, let me explain. You can stand in the middle of this place, put your arms out, and almost touch each wall of the place. It was so skinny and long. It was awesome. Barstools are torn up. Yep. Old, old school diner kind of place. Old man and old woman just working the grill. Yep. Looking the greatest fucking hot dogs and talking about the Browns. for Three for five bucks chili dogs. Yep. It was fucking great. And bacon cheeseburgers and i think the lady was a magical bridge troll <laughs> it was awesome i mean it was she was nice as hell yeah cool place talked to the dude about the cleveland browns for a half hour and then he said something about art model and we were gonna fight so we had to leave <laughs> <laughs> he's telling me art model didn't look so bad now and i was like i'm gonna have to fight this guy man we gotta get out of here 
I'm telling you, that should be the place we go to for now on. That is. There's, that is. If we if we travel outside of that hotel, it has to be that place. Well, we're getting we're gonna do twelve for what twenty or some shit. Yeah. The, yes, it was something like twelve chili dogs for twenty bucks. Yeah, and this place was it was ninety years old. I think it was there before Cleveland was there. Yes. But yeah, then we came back to the hotel and saw vagina can crush man lady. Yes. We do her trick and her unimpressive trick and drank and I, I drank gin for the first time, which if you could distill a typo negative album, that's what gin tastes like to me, which is fucking great. And I got real drunk and passed out on Tim's couch. Yeah, which I heard Mashari, who brought the gin, finished off the gin. Oh, yeah, we finished that. It was good. In, in I heard about three or four in the morning. They decided that because he looked like he was going to pass out standing up. Yeah. So they dragged him back to Dan's room, goes to Dan's room, lays down, gets up, takes a shit for 45 minutes. Oh, man. Comes out two minutes later, goes in, pukes his guts out, comes in, and just starts snoring with instantly. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn. I felt great when I woke up in the morning. I didn't have a hangover at all. I was fucking shocked. I guess you, you have to combine the liquor. You have to mix equal amounts of – what did Buzz have? Buzz had vodka. Vodka, yeah. We had vodka. Then we had yingling. I brought a case of yingling. We went through that. Then we were drinking Labatt's. And yeah. Then, and then top it off with gin and you'll be okay, I suppose. Yeah, the Labatt's just wasn't – I liked one it. One reason or another just not going down right when I was drinking that. I like That's not bad stuff. No, I like that stuff. I, I enjoy it. It just wasn't going down. Well, I'll tell you what. Dan and Chuck and all their beer snobbery, they could go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Miller or Yingling. I don't need no, uh, what was, so I don't know. I was making fun of him. He was drinking some fancy pants beer, and I was like, what was that, $17 for a six-pack because they claimed it was brewed in a gnome's boot or something? Something like that. <laughs> Cracking on Dan about fucking being a beer snob. Oh, uh, none of that craft brewery shit is for me, except for that pugilist shit that Ed gave me. That had a the had a guy fist-fighting the devil on the front of it. That's all I got. Yeah. It was called uh, Brawl, or Pugilist. Yeah, it, well, that was really fucking good. I would like some more of that. But it was a good show overall. Had a lot of fun. I had a fucking blast. Yeah, sold a ton of movies besides the barn. Did you get it? Did you pick up anything? Um, I picked up a couple of things. I picked up um, something that I'm going to cover next week, which is Evils of the Night. Picked that up on Blu-ray for 10 bucks from Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, that's the movie with the poster that has the Millennium Falcon on the front of it. Yes. That has yes. nothing to do with the fucking movie at all. And the yeah. world's largest nipples on that lady. And then I got a few screeners, like Hectic Knife, from the guys across from us, Monsters Among Us, or Monsters Among Men, somebody made. So I got a few screeners, some other stuff to watch. So I didn't get a ton of stuff. I wasn't, like, it was one of the few wastelands I wasn't wandering, wandering, except when I'd go see Buzz. Mm-hmm. And get some booze and come back. I wasn't exactly wandering, but you know what? It it was still a good time. And like I said, the next one, I expect that one to be just as packed, if not more. Yeah, the next one's what? Like Golden Era Scream Queens? 
Yeah, that Diane Thorne. Um, I got I, the flyer in there, but I'm, I'm forgetting the porn star. It's supposed to be there, but she's a popular '80s porn star, like another big name. But he hasn't had there, so that's pretty cool. I just I liked who's all come. Oh, David Dakota. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because there's there there's a lot of debate because the full moon tables next to me mm-hmm. every wasteland now. And of course, if he's going to be there, he's going to be with the full moon table. So oh man, you could have a cool fucking conversation all weekend. So the question becomes now: Will they move the full moon table to the back of the room with David Dakota, or will they move David Dakota to right next to me? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they'll put him back where Charles Band was when Charles Band was there. Yeah, not I by have a, you by that little turn by where Buzz is always. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm wondering. I I have a feeling there's gonna actually be a few like table changes. I won't. I will be surprised if I'm in the same spot. I bet I, you will. I bet they move that full moon table. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling they're gonna move that, but I'm curious to see who gets moved. You got a good it, spot, dude. Yeah, and if they move somebody that has a couple of tables, that's why I'm saying I'm wondering if I get moved because I was going to say the, my best wasteland ever was being right next to Buzz for the very first time. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a fucking recipe for disaster. Oh, Nobody's dude, going home with alcohol poisoning. We were against, I was against the wall right next to Buzz. and Where Lewis is always at? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's right next to him, and there was just cases of empty beer cans between us, mm. just sitting in between the tables. Because it was just like, because it was like the wife was saying, "You're never again allowed to have a table next to Buzz." <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame her. She's right. I know that Buzz. Because I, I you'll know get the, you get the fucking cockades or something. You get some cockades. I don't know if it was the Friday night or the Saturday night. I was next to him. We're talking. This is several years ago. I think it was a Friday night. Like I got up out of the chair and I was just like, "Yep, I'm sitting back down." <laughs> I've I've been there. <laughs> just like I got up and basically I was not being dragged. I was being directed to the hotel room. <laughs> well, I picked up some cool shit. I got popcorn that you made fun of me for buying for 40 bucks. I'm snapped. Dude, I understand. Don't get me wrong. I understand. We'll talk later about this. We'll I just can't put 40 bucks out for that. I, you know what? There's a handful of... I, I don't regret it. There's a okay. handful of movies that I would do that for. And literally, like, maybe seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And, and, and popcorn was one of them but i bought popcorn on blue uh i got the dark sky two disc release of the texas chainsaw massacre on blu-ray for 10 bucks that was a fucking steal i got that from felcher and yeah i was I gonna got, say if you don't have a, a copies of texas I, chainsaw massacre i can't understand no i have i have a copy of it but i've always heard that that's the most beautiful fucking restoration of that movie you'll ever fucking see and okay. but you know what when it comes to that movie, I I want to see it cleaned up because I've never seen it really cleaned up before. And I'm not the biggest fan of that first one. Like I said when we were talking about it, I ruined myself on that series by watching two a million times before I ever saw one. Saw one, yeah. And, but the original one, I want to see like 
I want the VHS to be drunk through a mud puddle before I watch it. That one, I think it looks great, all grimy. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it adds to the effect. But I got that, and I got another of uh, those trailer comps from uh, Garage House Pictures. It's a uh, trailer trauma too. It's got like 175 trailers with commentary on it. And I was looking for part three because that just came out, and it's a whole collection of like. 80s horror movies and they're putting out a fourth one now that's going to be all tv spots and trailers trailers for uh made for tv movies yeah that's cool i love those i could sit i love those i love those 42nd street forever dvd yeah i love love that yeah i have that yeah and i love it when they have really good people on there doing commentary and i think they got a really good guy on this one doing commentary but that's that's all i picked up i didn't buy a whole bunch man i just yeah, well, like I said, I was pretty busy at the table, too, so... It was a very, very successful wasteland. Yeah. I can't wait until October. I got to have Russell Chat with Ed for a while. <laughs> I love Russell Chat. I got to have a really cool conversation with Lewis. Love Lewis. Lewis is your son, Lewis. Yep. Of Massacre Video, who does a bunch Massacre, of cool shit. Yep, MassacreVideo.com. Did he have a table, or was... I thought he did. I thought it was against a wall near Buzz. They had somebody else in between them, though. Yeah, I don't know if he had a table or not. I went over there and I saw him, and I just we just started walking around and talking and bullshitting about some stuff. And that's true because I did see a couple of tables selling some of his stuff. Yeah, I got some. I got. So, uh, I got that Jim Van Vever uh, documentary that he did. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I got it last wasteland. I've heard a couple people tell me it's pretty good, but I've always I like I'm indifferent on him, and there's always on Jim Van Beber. Yeah, there's always you can't be indifferent on your son. You have to love your son. Well, I I love that kid is awesome, Mm -hmm. but Jim Jim Van Beber. It's like there's always the people that love that guy and don't care what's gone on or gone down, and then there's people that just hate that guy. He's a very emotional dude. He likes, you know. Yeah, and I'm just one of those people, like. Very passionate. I like him. Okay. <laughs> but I've heard good things about the documentary. It just, it's one of those things. It's like, okay, I'm going to put this on the back burner. If I'm able to get a hold of this, I want to see this. Maybe I'll throw it in this week. I just realized when I got home from Wasteland, I put myself in a pile, and I was like, oh, man. I bought that two Wastelands ago from Lewis and haven't watched it yet. Son of a bitch. But yeah, man, very successful wasteland. Good to see everybody. Yep. Getting, uh, we're the family's growing. I really like that Mashara dude. Yeah, Mashari's cool. He's a fucking cool dude. He gave me gin for the first time. Buzz did not give me decades, so it's all it's all fucking good stuff. But anyway, yep. we watched the movies. What did you watch, sir? This uh, well, I, I like kind of wasteland uh, before wasteland. I kind of like didn't watch a whole lot because I wrote some reviews like on Tuesday before Wasteland because I wanted to mod it away. And then I started this week a little bit, even though I was working my ass off this week. And this, like, of course, we're going to talk about where all the people have gone and talk about your fair game. But uh, I did, I got a screener from Wild Eye Releasing called Asylum of Darkness. That's a very generic name. <laughs> yeah, it stars Tim Thomerson and Tiffany Shepis and also has Richard Hatch's last appearance, the dude from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, it's uh, it just it's two hours long. That you know, it's Yikes. Kinda, yeah, and it's kind of like one of those movies. Is he insane? Is he not insane? What exactly is be going on? It doesn't embarrass itself, but like I said, it does have Tim Thomerson, so I was happy for that. Oh, I knew that would make you happy, yeah. Uh, picked up a movie I picked up from Wasteland for I believe two bucks off of Mikey and Amy called District F- B13. Oh, that's and, a good fucking movie, dude. Yeah, it's kind of like the British version of Escape of New York, mm-hmm. and basically it's martial arts, parkour, whatever you want to call the stuff. And it takes, even though it's a 2005 movie, takes place in Paris 2010. So I get add that to my post-apocalyptic. Reviews as they keep on going. Yep. Um, apparently, there's also a sequel to this that yeah. I found out after I watched to, this movie. They used to have them both on Netflix. I've seen them both, and they're both pretty good. Yeah, I used to, I, I gotta try to find the sequel. I seen the trailer for it. Like I said, I, I the movie the movie reminds me. It's not great, but it reminds me of all the late '80s, early '90s direct-to-video stuff that. You would get like you would go and rent and be like, ah, Out for Justice is not in, but I'm gonna get this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Snake Eater or some shit. Yeah, like that. some crazy something like that. Uh, but moving on, uh, Strip Club Massacre Jesus that stars <laughs> stars your girl Misty Monday. Oh no. Uh, that's from Brain Damage Films. Check that out. Uh, another movie that I checked out that I had from Horror Realm but didn't get to check it out just yet. Uh, it was an independent movie called Miles Before Sleep. Um, basically, if you're looking for like an independent, like kind of real low budget Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre wrong turn kind of film, this is you know this is you'll enjoy it. It's up your alley. And then I watched Legend of Drunken Master today. Cause Jackie pr- Chan joint? Yes. Yep. Because pretty much all I did for the past two days was drink and eat. And I apparently ate so much last night, I had the meat sweats, as you would say. Oh, shit. And I passed out for about a half hour and woke up to the end of Friday the 13th and watched part of Saturday Night Live and then went to sleep upstairs. <laughs> That's a good, I, that's success. You've succeeded. Cause I, yeah, because I drank a bunch of beer, but also two. I had like three steaks, good two God. hots. I had. I decided to combine cheeseburgers with hot sausages that I cooked on the grill, and ate two of those. And I was just like super bloated, and I was starting to sweat. And <laughs> next thing I know, I was passing out. God damn, sir. Well, I watched some interesting shit. We'll start off here with uh. Remember that movie that came out a little, maybe five, six months ago with Jamie Foxx called Sleepless, where they yes. they steal his kid? Yes. <clears throat> I watched that. Pretty good. Pretty simple. All, all it is is uh, he is undercover cop. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically he steals the money, so they steal his kid. And it's pretty cool because... It takes place in one place in this casino, and it's it's just it's fucking great. It's a really good, just no frills, shoot 'em up actiony movie. It doesn't 
it doesn't try to pretend like it's anything but. And I li- I really, really liked it. I'd like recommend it. John Cross would love it, I think. He's the action guy. Uh, I watched that. Let's see what else. Let me pull my list up here because my phone is going to die. Oh, I watched The Void. Been hearing good things about that. Um, I've got the I've got good things to say about it, but it is just a mix of like, I mean, there's a lot of talent behind it. You can tell, but it is mm-hmm. they just we're gonna take the it's it's like a Tarantino what he does, not like his type of movie, but what he does is I want to take this part of Prince of Darkness. I'm going to take this part of, you know, HP Lovecraft. I'm going to take this part of this other John Carpenter movie. And I'm going to take the, the ending of house by the, or, um, the very end of, uh, fuck not house by the cemetery. The other one, city of the living dead. Mm-hmm. And we're going to mash it up. And we're gonna throw a lot of John Carpenter's The Thing in there. Uh, practical effects are fucking great. It's a great goddamn movie. It's just I'm not over the moon with it like a lot of other people are. Like I think there's, uh, it's not the most original thing ever, but there's a lot of talent. I I want to see what this guy does next. Okay. So there's that. I mean, I I know it sounds like I'm saying it. Fucking, I'm not down with it too much, but no, it was it was pretty good. It's just not the most original thing I've ever seen, which, you know, whatever. It's okay. It's okay to have influences, but I don't know. Maybe this one took it a little too far. I don't know. That's, that's for you to decide, but I watched that. I watched, um, shit, my phone died yet. I watched aftermath was probably the best thing I saw all week. That is the new Schwarzenegger joint. Yes, you were telling me about this. Very fucking good. Not an action movie at all. This is Arnold doing something that is out of his comfort zone. It's a very, very heavy drama. Like, I I don't think anybody punches anybody or shoots a gun in this movie at all, which is kind of fucking awesome. Uh, It's about Arnold plays. uh, uh, he, He lives in America and his family is coming to America from Austria on the plane and he plays like this construction foreman and stuff and they're coming in and his, his uh, daughter's pregnant and he goes it, it separates itself into two parts of the story like the ver- the first half hour is just called uh, Roman and that's his character's name and it, it shows what he does day to day what where he's at in his life where he lives his family his situation and then it flips he goes to pick up his uh, wife and his daughter at the airport, and they say, hey, uh, you can come back here. Uh, we have some some stuff to tell you. It says, and, and basically what happens is they, they tell him, look, there's been a mid-air collision. Everyone's dead. And then it flips back into time and tells you this story of this kid named Jacob, played by Scoot McCary. Old <laughs> Scoot. And he's he's pretty good in this. I, I, I know I recognize this guy's name and who he is, but I couldn't tell you what he's been in. And he's a family guy, and he's the air traffic controller that just he, he's working in the middle of the night. He's got a guy up there with him that steps out to get a cup of coffee, and maintenance comes in to work on a phone line. And, and it's nothing that the guy did wrong. 
it was just a 100% accident. The plane said, look, we were requesting to, you know, descend however many thousand feet. And he says, just hold on. And the phones kind of get wonky and it, and the planes hit each other and die and blow up and kill everybody. And then, of course, he gets – they don't really put the blame on him, but they kind of like – use him as a scapegoat a little bit and he descends into like depression and Schwarzenegger is like, he just, he goes to the meeting of the people that own the airlines and they say, look, everybody has uh, agreed to sign this non-disclosure thing. We're going to give you 85,000 for your wife and 117,000 for your, your uh, daughter and shit. And he's like, no, I just want someone to apologize. And, yeah. of course, the fucking lawyers are just fucking scumbag pieces of shit. And they're like, look, you're either going to take this and, or, or, you know, go ahead and sue us because our lawyers are better. It doesn't, doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Our lawyers are better. But uh, Schwarzenegger decides that he wants to go after Roman. And he shows up and just shit goes wrong. It, it, it does not go where you think it goes, but it is one hell of a goddamn movie. And it's pretty, pretty gut wrenching, pretty heartbreaking what happens at the end. And it's just, it's a really good fucking, really good ass movie. I would highly fucking recommend it. But I watched that. And the thing that surprised me, the last thing I'll talk about, I think. Well, yeah, popcorn. I, I, I did watch popcorn. Uh, 40 bucks. I'm not disappointed. It was a very good cleanup job. Uh, I watched that. I watched the uh, director's commentary with all the cast and crew, and it was pretty good. And that's a, there's there's not a lot on on it for your, your forty dollars. Yeah, and that was my concern. <laughs> and I know why you got you it. You know what I, I mean? Blame you. I, I I cannot blame you at all. It just, it's one of those things I'm just like, yeah, I'm not spending 40 bucks on that. I love me popcorn, but I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, but the last thing, and this, I've said before, I was not a fan of, uh, I really was kind of not interested in the new Mystery Science Theater. Yes. I hate Jonah Ray. Uh, guess I can't, I can't lie. Jonah Ray's really good, and the series is fucking fantastic. I'm so happy that I was fucking wrong. Nothing made me happier this week than actually having good ass. And it's just, the vibe of it is right. Everything they do is the only complaint I have about, I've watched three of the, I think, ten episodes. I was going to ask, did they release all of them? Yeah, they're all on there. It's great. Everybody harkens about Joel's involved. Uh, It takes a few minutes to get used to Crow and Servo not sounding like they should, but they sound enough. You get over it. Uh, The only complaint I have is, like, very minor. It's uh, sometimes, like, the jokes, they're just rapid fire. And that's not how, like, it's almost like they didn't edit any of the jokes. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe they... But they're all really good, and they just come at a million miles an hour, and I'm I'm loving every minute of it. I watched one called, uh, I watched the episode called Circus, 
Carnival Magic, which is a really weird movie about a fucking kind of psychic guy in the carnival that has a talking monkey, which is pretty great. Uh, I've watched At the Earth's Core with uh, Doug McClure of yep. Noise from the Deep and Peter Cushing. That one's really good. And I watched another one. What was the other one I watched? Shit. I don't remember. I've been watching the living shit. I've watched three or four of the episodes and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to be bummed when I'm through. I'm like, Oh, I want some more. Come on. Uh, I'm so glad it's back and I hope it continues. Everybody's doing a damn good job and it does it. It's not pandering. It's not, uh, trying to be, it's different, but it still has the same old vibe. It's I'm so that's happy. cool. I was I was, wa- I was wondering right. Yeah, I was wondering on the movies they picked. Uh, pretty decent ones actually. They've yeah, uh, at the Earth's core. Oh, uh, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom one and two are on there. I watched the, uh, part one. Part two's got both Sven- or no, part one's got both Fenson. Part two's got David Carradine. Uh, there's a lot of weird. There's a weird Christmas one. Reptilicus. Wow, is is the very first one. It's it's real good. It, uh, the fans like I think are loving it too. So that's fucking. It warms my heart that I could be wrong, and I'm so glad I was. But Jonah Ray, I've got my eye on you still, sir. You and your nerdist industries. I still don't like nerdist. Do I have to get back into the fucking hate? I hate the goddamn nerdist shit. <laughs> Fuck all that. Any, that's it, man. That's all I watched. But breaking news, this coming Saturday, me and Silent Brian going to Franklin, Indiana to see the Big Lebowski in 35mm. I kind of figured you were uh, doing something since you posted that. Fuck yeah. I think John Scott of Profondo Cinema is going to show up too. I know he came down to the one. We we got to see uh, Buckaroo Banzai and Silent Night, Deadly Night and uh, Repo Man. In one day, that was awesome. Anyway, yeah. we got news, sir. We got some. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Okay, I'll take your word on it. Oh, uh, well, I got one for you, so Okay. Okay, you go. Okay, can you dig it? I believe this will be the stupidest movie idea that's ever come up with by Hollywood Studios. It stars The Rock, claims to be coming out fall of next year. I will be first in line to see it. Name of the movie is Rampage. Wait a minute. Are you talking about based upon the fucking video game rampage? Yes. This is not happening. Somebody made this up. No. No, it's it's not happening. Someone made this up, Tim Gross, I swear to God. No, it it now has its own IMDB page. Is he going to play the rat monster, the lizard monster, or the King Kong monster? I believe he's supposed to be the guy that's trying to get rid of him. No, that guy same, doesn't exist. It's just in the same person that was behind San Andreas, and I'm trying to think the other movie is behind Rampage. Let me suggest this. 
<laughs> I don't care. It's the dumbest fucking idea of all. Time. You want to go dumb? Let's do this movie real dumb, and we'll attach Roland Emmerich as the director, <laughs> because there's one guy in Hollywood that is just awful. Yeah, but he has. He can dish. It's like disaster porn is his. He can do it with. You know, you still haven't seen Independence Day two. No, I don't want to. Um, you should watch it because it's dumb as hell. But that guy can fuck a fuck a world up, like digitally. I I would love to see that guy direct a rock in a rampage movie. That would be fantastic. Yes, I'm second in line. For that. But like I said, dumbest movie ever, and I will be first in line to see. It. Damn right. That sounds fucking fantastic. Does it have a director? Yeah, the, the, it's the same guy that I can't remember who it was, but it's the same person behind San Andreas. I don't know who the hell that would be. Yeah, it was the like the last rock movie that was like hugely CGI'd with uh, where the earthquake that it hits California and all that stuff. That's it's not a, that's not a bad a bad movie. It's just disaster porn. You know, I, I feel like the early two thousands, late nineties was. You know, that was when disaster porn had its peak with yeah. Twister and Volcano and Dante's. Yeah, I was going to say like Twister kind of started it and yeah, then it got out of control real quick. Brad Payton, director of Journey to the Center of the Earth. 2. Yes, yes, yes. Cats versus dogs in 3D <laughs> or whatnot. So, yes, it sounds like Rampage is going to be a yes, winner. It is on there 2018. But yeah, we will. Oh, Jeffrey, it's got cast, dude. We got Jeffrey Dean Morgan, The Rock, Malin Ackerman, the hottest lady that has ever existed, Joe Mantelago, I don't know who that is. I don't know. This still sounds like a bunch of (laughs) (laughs) I hope this happens, because it sounds glorious. Yep. Just go all Fast and the Furious 7 with that and get real stupid. Make it real good. Um, Anyway, R.I.P. Don Rickles. Yep. Yeah, that was like two of my guys within the because we didn't have a show last week. Within the last two weeks, two of my dudes bought the farm. Chuck Barris from the Gong Show. Love Old, that dude. Don't forget Charlie Murphy. Yeah, he wasn't one of my guys. I liked Charlie Murphy, but I'm just saying, man. Yeah, they're, they're starting to drop again. That was the three: Charlie Murphy, Chuck Barris, and Don Rickles, but. Don well, Rickles Chuck was Chuck right Berry here. was right uh, right before those guys. Though. Yeah, he was. Shit, it's a bad news. Someone put the lookout for Chuck Chuck Connors. Hope he didn't die. <laughs> bad bad week to be named Chuck, I guess. Yep. Yeah, but Chuck Barris was. I loved that dude when I was a kid. I'd watch the Gong Show and like there he was a legitimately crazy person. He claimed that he was a hitman for the FBI and the CIA. Just that guy's story is amazing. Look him up if you get. Oh yeah, I know they made a movie about him. Yeah, it's really good. It's called Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. It's fucking fantastic. Go watch that. But yeah, Don Rickles, man, that guy. I love that dude, and I, I feel like he's the last of those old kind of comedian guys. And he was great in Casino and Innocent Blood. And yep, it sucks, man. All the cool people are dying. Somebody else died too, Charlie Murphy. Eh, well, just mentioned him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, have you seen the Thor Ragnarok trailer? Yes, I have. Are you interested? 
Yes, I am, because I laughed. <laughs> I did too, but it let okay. Let's after this one. Let's not try to make everything Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's kind. Of, you know what? Soon as I started watching it, I was kind of like, okay, Yins are falling into. It's like, don't get me wrong. You've taken a boring character, made two solid movies with this dude, and. Uh... Really, the second one solid. I think the second one, dude. I think it could have been a lot worse. Oh, I think I, the second one is god awful. But I will say this: they've made him. They've made a boring character interesting, and even in the Avengers movie. So I was like, "Yep, I kind of like this. It looks kind of corny. I hope they do something else with the Hulk now." As uh, you know. It just my only thing. If I was gonna complain, I was like Jeff Goldblum. I was like, he looks out of place, doesn't he? He's just like, I don't know if that's the place for Goldblum. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. It's like I'm not totally sure on this. I understand the thinking, mm-hmm. but I don't. You know, it's like he it, does it, not belong. It, is it stunt casting, maybe a little bit. Maybe. Because saying about the Thor, have you it, going along with Can You Dig It? Have you heard the news? Who is Cable? Oh shit! Yeah, I read and I can't think. I, I I know who it is, and that's why I was asking you. Yeah, I read it. Who is it? I just can't. Josh Brolin. Wait, he's Thanos. How could he be Cable? Yes, yes, they've confirmed it. No, man. Nah, they fucked up, dude. Go look at Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is Cable, for fuck's sakes. I'm just telling you, it's been confirmed this week. Because even Ryan Reynolds made the joke. Ke- well, huh. I mean, he was cannibal. He was Hannibal King. Now he's Deadpool. I guess everybody gets their second shot. Yes, what, sir. What's his nuts was Johnny Storm before he was Captain America, so... I guess that's okay. I don't know. That's fine with me, but I think Kevin Nash, you wouldn't even have to put makeup on him. He looks like fucking Cable. True. <laughs> just just fucking, ah, man. I wish he had a bigger name. He would have been great as Cable. Yeah, that's fine with me. I don't care. It's going to be funny. Deadpool's going to be like, uh, I don't care. Like the first one was okay. I just, you know, just like Ragnarok. Yeah, okay, after this one and after Deadpool 2, maybe uh, uh, it's time to go in a different direction. Not the well, it, it's, it's all building up to that Infinity Wars, though. That's my big thing, and I hate to get on this tangent because we fall in it all the time. Can we just get on with the Thanos shit already? Yeah, and that's going to happen. When? 2020? I thought that's supposed to happen in Infinity Wars. I don't know, but get on with it, man. You've had Thanos teasers like four or five different fucking times now. Just get on with it. Fuck that. Give me my Mojo movie for fuck's sakes. <laughs> God damn it. Michael Lerner as Mojo in Mojo the movie. Just have a big fat shirtless spider-legged cybernetic ass running fucking Mojo World. Vince McMahon in there. I've just made you trillions of dollars. God damn it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm down with, I'm down with fucking, I, I want the World War Hulk movie. I think that's coming too next. Yeah, Planet Hulk. Planet yeah, Hulk, that, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm. You can actually I, combine those pretty easily. Yeah, I'm hoping 
that's what Thor 3 leads into. Mm-hmm. My, me personally. I've been missing the Hulk. Anyway, uh, new Star Wars trailer. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Interested? I'm interested, but there's still not a whole lot you're seeing. True. True. I liked what I saw. Yeah, I did. I don't have a problem with it. It's a trailer. The movie's still seven months away. Yeah, true. Eight months away. I just still have the Star Wars love. I do, I'll never get rid of it, man. I love it. But have you, have you seen The Force Awakens yet? Yeah, I did. I went to the theater to see it, and I'm I I'm going to see this one just like I seen the Force Awakens, where I'm not expecting a whole lot, and if I'm entertained, awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it, that's great. Just don't give me that three prequel bullshit, and I'm fine. <laughs> well, have you seen Rogue One yet? No, I have not seen Rogue One yet. Way better than the Force Awakens. Well, I know they did mention way, way who's supposed to play a young Han Solo for the Han Solo project. Yeah, me too, and I don't. That's way. I like I said, I can't get I can't get excited for that shit yet. Like, you know, it started around uh, the Dark Knight Rises where they were they tease you like two years out. Man, I can't. Yeah. Fuck off with that shit, dude. God damn, I can't get excited for shit that's like a year and a half, two years away. Don't care, but yeah, I'm. I'm. I'll go see. I'll go see that. And next week, I'm gonna go see. I think next week is Alien Covenant. Mm. I'm really. Oh boy. I'm really. I want. I want it to be good. I really want it to be awesome. And I think Danny McBride is gonna surprise people. Mm-hmm. But I just can't sh- shake the feeling that it's gonna suck. Long as it's not Prometheus, I'll be fine. That's what I think it is, dude. That's what I think it is. I don't know. Time will tell. We'll, we'll talk. But about my other it. problem is, I just give me the Alien Five. No give shit. Give me man. the Neil Blomkamp movie for the love of all that is holy. Well, yeah, this is the Alien Covenant for me is the breaking point with Ridley Scott. I'm either shit or get off the pot, buddy. Yeah. Because you're talking to the Alien franchise. I think we talked before, you're arguing maybe two good movies, two really good movies, and then three is either like it or you hate it. There's no in-between with that movie. I like it, but I know a lot of people fucking hate it. Four is really good, I think, but it it kind of – and who gives a fuck about Alien vs. Predator Part 2? All that stuff is bullshit. Yeah, who gives a fuck about – and Prometheus, I hated the shit out of that, but – yeah, man, uh, I want him to George Lucas this, get it out of the hands of Ridley Scott, and give it to that Neil Blomkamp guy. If there's one guy that can do it, and I want fucking Space Marines for fuck's sakes. You could do one-offs with the Space Marines. Yeah, they don't even have to be sequels. They don't even have to be alien movies. Just call them Space Marines, and they go fight the I don't know, fucking bugs from starship troopers or some shit i want to see the al- i want to see the aliens on their home planet with the space marine showing up mm-hmm. and then end it that that's how you end that series and don't put the predator in there for fuck's sakes that was just don't do that um anyway that's all i got sir i think i wrote some other shit down but that that's all i got for candy diggits i know uh that was the important stuff yeah yeah, that was it. 
uh, what do we got? We, I know we got questions out the wall. Uh, they're all over the place tonight. So you're going to have to bear with me here because they're like on three different pages. God damn it. Someone okay. tell me how to murder a fucking Facebook page. <laughs> uh, first one, Ben Crawford. I have another question regarding King uh, Kong Skull Island. Uh, Were you guys pleased or disappointed when King Kong did not play ping pong with his ding dong? I was disappointed when Mario didn't show up and hit him with a hammer. <laughs> Knock him off the fucking concrete building. No, I wasn't disappointed. Come to think of it, you know, why did King Kong have a dick? He has a giant monkey, right? Yep. Like, yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> yep. Okay, getting to the other question. Come on. Oh, breaking news. Kamala's joined the podcast. Hey, girl. She's nice. mad at me. She, Kamala, uh, T-shirt Joe wants to know, do they celebrate Easter in Bartertown? No, they just fight and be awesome. That's what they do in Barter Town. They're too busy fucking making energy from pig shit and fighting in Thunderdome and shaving heads and getting tattoos and, and they've got other things to do. No, religion's gone, banned from Thunderdome. <laughs> there's, from no, Barter Town. there's no Easter bunnies in the... No, what are they going to give, radioactive eggs? That would be awesome. <laughs> Fall out all over the eggs okay going to the third page now fuck okay come on oh. Alvira is the Easter bunny I know uh, here we go let me hit this because this is like went crazy uh, Tristan Gnarly Martin wants to know how, how amazing does the new Star Wars movie look not uh, good I'm not going to say amazing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we haven't seen too much yet. That's it, and that's what I said. Don't. He, Gnarly Martin also wants to know, in my honest opinion, I rated Rogue One much higher than Force Awakenings. I'm with you there. Uh, what do you and Booby think? I am guessing he's calling you Booby again. You're, I, yeah, I liked Rogue One. I, I still haven't seen Rogue One, but sure, I'll go with your opinion. Um, and yes, I forgot about this, uh, can you dig it, because I came across this by accident this Uh-oh. week. Uh, Tristan Gnarly Martin, thoughts on the new Miss TV series? Uh, I haven't watched that trailer yet. Don't know yet. Uh, uh, I will say this, Tristan Gnarly Martin, unlike uh, everybody that lost their mind for Stephen King's It movie, realizing it's not coming out until September, I am curious about that. I'm hoping it is better in the TV movie, but I'm not losing my fucking mind over it. Um, the Miss TV series, it's going to suck ass. Why? Really? It's on Spike TV. Well, it doesn't mean anything. I do. I it's I don't like Spike. I think uh, here's my problem with dragging these stuff into TV series. Under the dome. Never watched it. And you don't need to. Is my prime example because there is a key character that like dies a quarter way through the story. And she stays alive for the whole entire, what was it, three seasons it was on. I just, it, Under the Dome lost me. I, I was kind of bored with it. And The Mist, 
I'm sorry. I love that ending to The Mist. I don't think The Mist is going to do anything. Like, I don't think the TV series is going to do anything for me. you gotta, you got to understand, The Walking Dead has made me bitter. I, I'm with you there, dude. Yeah. The more, the further out I get from The Walking Dead, and the more I hear people talk about that's so great, how good. Okay, I see one more Facebook uh, Facebook post about I wish they would do more episodes like the last episode. That one just had so much blood and everything. I said it myself. They're not going to. It's there to get you in. Get you excited for the next season so you could watch 10 or 12 boring-ass episodes until they have another one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done with The Walking Dead. And the big news that, oh, there's going to be some kind of time span now where, like, is it because the kid has aged six years and you still have him at, like, eight years old on the show? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hello? I mean, just... Something I want to point out. I, I'm sorry, folks. I that I just stuff like that going into a TV series. Um, no, unless if it's like one season, two seasons, or maybe something like an Ash versus Evil Dead. I just don't see it. it. It just the mist. I watched the trailer. I'm like, yep. I am not watching one second of that show. That. Didn't the mist have like a perfect ending? Like why? Yes. How are you Thomas... gonna stretch that out? Yes, Thomas Jane. He kills everybody in his truck, including his own kid, and he gets out and realizes, hey, everybody's being saved. <laughs> Too late. Dude, fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'll. I'll... Huh. I haven't even watched the trailer, so. Um. Anyhow, T-shirt Joe wants to know: Do you like? Bloody Marys. No, tomatoes are gross. I'm with you on that. I like tomatoes on burgers and pizza and stuff like that, but not like that. Uh, Tristan Arley Martin, I'm counting the days until Westworld and The Walking Dead return. Thoughts on both? Don't give a sh- Yeah, we're both done with The Walking Dead. I think that's safe to yeah. say. Uh, Westworld, I watched the first two or three episodes and never went back. They were good. I just never... Yeah, I haven't... I, 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 don't have anything against Westworld. I've heard great stuff about it. My favorite thing, though, is the, the joke I love playing on hipsters. Uh, <laughs> do you know there? Uh, do you know there was a movie for this, right? No. No. Yes, there's a movie called Westworld. It has it, no it, runner, it, you dummies. You can literally see like, why didn't my phone tell me this? <laughs> like, like their brains are melting. Uh, T-shirt Joe wants to know, do you like biblical movies like the Ten Commandments? Oh, man, the Ten Commandments is okay, but you know what? It's four hours and 11 minutes long for fucking things. Yeah, that, that was something my dad would watch. Nope, not me. I like Prince of Darkness. <laughs> biblical, uh, right? Yes, uh, which I, st- I was watching that Thursday night because I had f- Good Friday off. I was watching. I found Prince of Darkness like 12 o'clock, 1230. Uh, T-shirt Joe also wants to know, has Tim Gross ever dressed up as Moses? And yes, I have. <laughs> if you're able to find it, there is uh, a short run of DVDs that uh, 
Rick that I did with Rick and a man named Fred Turling when I was do, helping him with the greatest show on earth, the internet movie show, kind of like uh, Mr. Science, Science Theater 3000. And we put out a release of Holy Shit Zombies with skits in like intercutting the movie every 10, 15 minutes. And I, sh- Rick shows up as Jesus and I show up as Moses. So yes, I have dressed up as Moses. Did you part the Cuyahoga River? I don't know where the Allegheny. No, I think the only thing we parted was the case of beer that was given to Rick and I that we killed in like four hours. Shit. It was a oh, there was there was a, take two. What? <laughs> there was no second takes, man. We were pushing on because <laughs> we drank way too much. Uh. Tristan Gnarly Martin wants to know, has Tim Gross ever dressed up as Al Bowie from Lab uh, from Labyrinth? No, I have not. Quast wants to know, has Tim Gross ever dressed up? Yes, I have. As a lady in every movie you're ever in. Yes, a lady, and if you're talking about like wearing a suit and tie or something, well, if you die, I will show up dressed up. <laughs> you gotta die? That's about it. Oh shit, that sucks. I'm not doing that. Uh, Charlie Fleming. He wants to know why was Kyle grinning like a shit-eating cat on Saturday night at Wasteland? Because I was fucking hammered. He also wants to know where is my where was my birthday booze? It was his birthday. We give him no birthday booze. Uh, he also wants to know does Can Crusher's diminutive stature give her an advantage or make her work that much harder? Vagina cane crusher? Yes. She's just gross, dude. <laughs> She's, did you, no. It's did a, you notice I put a mud print right where she was doing it the second time? No. Because uh-uh. I, I purposely walked through her? No, I didn't fucking pay. Like, <laughs> yes, it was awesome. I was so happy I did that. Because uh, I don't give a rat's ass about yeah. her. She's real fucking creepy. Charlie also asked, uh, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, I'm... How in the hell did I get back to my room Sunday morning? Magic. A, a magic pony. That's what I keep hearing, yeah. Uh, Everybody knows magic ponies show up at fucking Wasteland all the time. That, yeah, that seems to be... That's it. That's all the questions? That was all the questions, unless I'm not seeing any more. Like, I had to go looking for them. That is it. Okay, so let's talk about where are all the people, Tim. Or where have all the people gone, whatever. Where are all the people gone? Peter Graves, uh, TV movie from 1974, I believe. Yes, yes, because it was 1970. I remember reading this as I was watching the movie. First off, it was the ABC movie of the week in late 74, I believe. The book, like it was one of those deals, like the book came out and the TV movie came out like four weeks later. Yeah. And, yeah, it was one of those things where like the book came out in early August and the ABC movie of the week, uh, where have all the people gone came out like October eighth, nineteen seventy four. Shit. Uh it, it, it's basically how a family on vacation, which is Peter Graves' family, uh deal with uh a new post apocalyptic world. Uh him and the family, they go in some mountain caves and they hear this 
large explosion or whatnot, and when they come out, uh, radio is not working. Their friend that was coming to get them or something like that, he's getting sick, and it leads, like, of course, Peter Graves' kid, teenage son, who's about to go in college, like, they're blowing us all up, man. This is how it happens. Like, he's basically saying they're using a nuclear weapon, so you already have that in this. And basically, this, the younger sister's like, no, that doesn't happen. And the dad's like, no, that doesn't happen either. But they, like, come up with this way where you could take a picture of Fallout, and it shows spots on the film of the Polaroid or something. And they take it, and they believe Fallout is falling on them. And to the point where they're trying not to let the dude to drink the fallout water, trying to get him down the mountain because the car won't turn now. Like, it knocked everything out. But basically, they get in, they, after they get down the hill out of the mountains after a couple of days, and they get to this small, they think it's civilization, it's Rainbow, California, and Basically, they find a grocery store and a car, and they start picking up food and have, like, this little incident with some other dude trying to get food for his family. Some killer dogs come, and basically, all the people they're finding, they find out they turn to dust, just like the people in Night of the Comet. Yep. And these killer dogs are about to fuck everybody up, and basically, they decide, okay, get away from the killer dogs, jump into the station wagon, they finally decide, hey, we're going to make sure we get to our million-dollar Malibu home where mom has apparently made it, and she turned to dust. And finally, they just say, well, you know what? We're not, we haven't killed ourselves. Let's move to Northern California, become farmers like the dude we met earlier. And apparently, you get to hear on the radio or from the one dude that something about solar flares. And they have this little incident later on in the movie where everything like gets real bright and it's another solar flare. And basically, the sun killed everyone. And that is the movie. It's <laughs> just like it ends like, hey, we're leaving our million-dollar home to become farmers. And that's the end of this post-apocalyptic '70s movie. I give it give it two out of four stars. Yeah, I'm with you. It was okay. Peter Graves seemed like he was not the. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not used to him outside. Once you're in airplane, like there's no coming yeah. back. You know, you're always gonna be that guy from airplane. I'm sorry, but he, but he's the guy. He. You could have put anybody in that role. Jason Robards, yeah. Like, yeah, like Peter Graves was like, okay, Michael you're the Goff, guy. It's gonna, yeah. You're the guy. It's going to do six TV movies this year. Like that was the thing in the seven. Rogers should have been Buck Rogers. Yeah, it, but no, in the, it should have been uh, Lee Majors. Not Gil Gerard. No, not Gil Gerard. Lee Majors. But, like, that was the thing in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, These were you would big, do. Big time in the 70s. Yeah, you would do a Rashidi's movie of the week or TV movies during the 70s. And if you're lucky, one of these would hit big, which led you to other big movies then, like outside of TV. But that was the thing. This was a big deal. <clears throat> I don't remember this one at all. No, neither do I. I, I tripped upon this one. Really? I tripped. Yeah, I tripped over this one. I found on YouTube when I was still in my post-apocalyptic phase, uh, <laughs> and I, I was, I wrote it down, and it was just like, oh, I'm gonna watch this another day, and I couldn't find. I forget what I was looking for. I might have been looking for your. No, it was before your movie. 
I was looking for something else, couldn't find it, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch this. And then, like, halfway through it, I was like, I'm making this the movie we're going to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> this is like, I bet you Kyle says this is better than Killdozer. Dude, <laughs> there's a lot of shit out there better than Killdozer, honestly. <laughs> but I love finding TV movies, like, especially from the 70s. Yeah. It, it just, it, it, they're fun. They're, they're just, they're fun because no matter what, they gotta wrap that shit up yep. in less than two hours. I'll tell you another good one that I got off of a bootleg guy at Whorehound a couple years ago. It's called, it's called City on Fire, and it's got Leslie okay. Nielsen. It's not the City on, I, th- I bought it because I thought it was the movie that Tarantino completely ripped off for Reservoir Dogs, the, the yeah, Hong Kong yeah. movie. No, this is a TV movie from, the 70s where a guy at a power plant doesn't get the promotion that he wants so he blows up the power plant and just burns LA LA just fucking burns see that's 70s yeah it's really good too like the uh, fire effects are amazing that's cool yeah you should check that one out you should look that one up city on fire but this one eh, it's okay yeah, it's okay. It's nothing like, but it was just, I was like, I never knew this movie existed until I tripped over it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, here you go. City on Fire. It's got a uh, Leslie Nielsen, Shelley Winters, Jane Franciscus, Henry Fonda. There's a lot of people in this motherfucker. And it's really, a de- I'll pick it. I'll pick it for the show sometime. It's really good. Okay. Um, but where have all the people gone? There's better. There, there's better TV made for tv movies this is way better than uh the day after because yeah you're right you just gotta wrap that shit up and the day after is just like yep we're done <laughs> hey, the day after starts off great yeah and then it, it, it shits the bed at the end it's just like oh we're done yep yeah this one's okay i don't know if i'd recommend it or not i'm gonna give it a solid 39 stars just yeah i just once you're an airplane, you're always going to be that guy from Airplane. Freak. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. But anyway, uh, let's talk about Fair Game. Or, as I like to call it, Outback Rape Truck. Yep. She was alone. They were renegades. She became the target of their savage hunt. She was Fair Game. check this out and i said yes i should i've always wanted to see that movie plus it's australian which just plus it's with a bunch of other movies that are named fear game 
Yeah, with the one with Cindy Crawford. And yeah, there, the there was a lot of up. trying to figure out what is what. Mm-hmm. But I saw this on YouTube, and it's really okay quality. It's not the best quality. No. I think, uh, I don't know if this is out on Blu-ray. I'm not going to bother to check, but all these Australian movies, mm-hmm. uh, something about Australia looks like the most fucking beautifully filmed movie, like Razorback. Yep. Just a cheesy B-movie, but it looks so fucking unbelievably shot. Yeah, because the wife, I was watching this movie when I got found it on YouTube and I started watching it. She sat down and I had a conversation about Fortress and Razorback. Yeah, Fortress and this would be like the great double bill. Yeah, and we were just talking about that. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on this one because I was kind of like, eh. (laughs) Has she seen Fortress? No, she hasn't. You should show her Fortress and see what And I was trying to explain to her. I was like, oh, that's like Fortress is much, much better movie. Uh, It's along the same lines. Yeah, it's better than this. Along the same lines. This movie is basically uh, fucking it's, – it's a rape revenge movie without actual, like, rape. Yeah, it's there, but – They didn't rape her, but they sure did cut her clothes off a tire to the front of – Outback rape truck and drive her around yes. until she passed out. Exactly. It's a cat and mouse game. It's a revenge movie. Basically, it's oh man, I don't know this chick in it is fucking Cassandra Delaney. I don't know. She was married to John Denver. Really? Yes. Because oh, it was shit. like I was sitting there, and the reason this is how the wife got involved watching this movie. She's like. Who's the blonde chick? I was like, I don't know. Oh, get you know what, oh, you know what other movie she's in? Nope. Pledge Night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The wife brought that up because I was sitting there. I was like, I don't remember her being Australian in Pledge Night. Nope. <laughs> like, but she's gosh, she's great in this movie because she's fucking stunning as shit. And she is just the hottest chick. But she is the sole caretaker of a wildlife preserve. Yes. That is uh, beset by these three poachers. They're poaching kangaroos. And she comes up one day and founds that the mama kangaroo has been shot. And she takes the joey and tries to nurse it back to health. But, uh, you know, she she kind of. And basically they got the two dudes from the wraith. No, they got. (laughs) (laughs) Gutter trash. No, they've got like the the leader. I had names for him. I didn't. the, The leader is just the leader guy, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, the curly-haired guy, that's uh, Australian Brian Setzer <laughs> from the Stray Cats. Yeah. And the yeah. other guy is Australian Gomer Pyle. Australian Gomer Pyle. Yeah, because you've got three poachers, uh, main guy, a guy named Ringo that looks like Australian Brian Setzer, who that guy had to have been a stuntman. With all the shit that guy was doing, he had to have been one of those stuntmen that just turned actor. Because that guy yeah. is fucking great. And a, a fag mechanic, Gomer Pyle looking guy. Uh, they've been poaching uh, kangaroos and selling them to the local dog food company. Uh, they run afoul. This chick kind of confronts them at the local town and says, look, uh, stop it, dickheads. Don't be doing this shit. And it just escalates. It's Yeah. And they come back and get, get after her. They uh, take naked pictures of her. And hang him in the house. In the refrigerator. In the refrigerator. And this chick is not too bad to look at naked. 
she's pretty sweet. Uh, she gets back at them by what she do to them the second time. Oh, she shoots the dude's camera. Yes. She blows the guy's camera up. Then they come back. It's just back and forth. Every time it escalates and, uh, they run her off the road. There's stunts in this are fucking not like on a Mad Max level, but they're actually like, that's the one thing that makes Australian movies so cool is because these guys are fuck safety. We're going to really jump on top of Outback Rape Truck, jump onto this fucking Australian El Camino. <laughs> we're going to sit there for a while, hang out, and then we're going to jump onto a panel truck. And all the time, we're going to be hanging off doors and ladders and, and shit. And they, it's really done with no safety net no at all. Yep. And it's, it's fucking great. Yeah, um, you got it. And it just culminates with, you know, confrontations in the Outback. They actually grab her and cut all of her clothes off and yep. strap her to the the fucking rage rage wagon yeah because that's what they do to kangaroos yeah the coolest fucking car that's not in a mad max movie the pipes come out of the fucking breather they look like giant bullhorns and they fucking destroy her house with this car at the end and it, it really does it turns into like fortress at the end she's she gets back and rigs her house up home alone style with some electric wires and she's got spears everywhere and and just it's a final stand and it's it's great it's a great ass i'm not gonna say too much about it because uh it's it's all there for fucking you to see it's on youtube it's fucking great australian exploitation i give it i'm gonna give it 130 stars this is probably gonna go in the fucking yearly rotation dude i'm gonna watch this a lot I don't know if I'll go that. I don't know if I'll go that far because I was starting to get kind of bored with it when she like literally goes back to her house and it's like, well, they're gonna go back and find you. Yeah, they do that like too many times. I think. That's yes, and that was part of my problem, and that's why I give it one and a half out of four stars. And it's kind of like I. That's a low rating. I feel, dude. I just got bored with it, man. Well, it was Australia, you know, they didn't have, they had one monster truck, but they didn't have like, you know, (laughs) a fucking chase with monster trucks. She just, I mean, she's just this skinny Australian chick, but she, she holds her own and she's not fucking scared of these guys. And I like the the three guys just steal the movie. They're those typical fucking marauding Australian crazy people. It's like, if you go to Australia, you'd be expected to be like just tortured by these people yeah i was waiting for mick from wolf creek to show up and fucking pop one of their spines or some shit oh man yeah this is a high, I, I i'm surprised you rated it low i'm gonna highly recommend it to people. yeah I, like i said i was i was hoping to like it as much as you did but i was kind of like eh, i'm not as into it as i you know yeah i like the dog the dog is a great actor too <laughs> the dog is the smartest person in the movie that dog knows uh, knows how to act and, and tries to tell the lady all kind of stuff. She just doesn't listen. But I'm glad the dog lived. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, you're right. I'm glad on. the dog lived. But uh, that's about it. There's, there's really nothing too fair game, uh, you know, plot-wise. But it's beautifully shot. It's an Australian, so it's automatic 100 stars. But anyway, short show. What do you got for next week, sir? Uh, I'm going to be covering Evils of the Night. I have to buy that poster. That poster's just fucking great. 
Um, I'm going to stay in Australia and, and watch another Australian movie that I've never seen. I know you've seen it, probably. But I'm going to watch Road Games. Oh, uh, is that the one with Stacey Keach? Stacey Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, I have seen that. It's a good movie. So we're going to see what happens when America sticks their nose in Australia's business? Yes. Mm. So what you got to pimp, sir? Of course, you can always find me here at Bloodbass and Boomsticks, GrossMovieReviews.com, and don't forget to order a book over at Lulu.com. Make sure you put Gross Movie Reviews in the search thing once you're there. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher now. Just search Bloodbass and Boomsticks. We're the first one that pops up. Uh, if, if you want to leave a review, that'd be awesome. I don't know what that entails for us but it could only be good hey if you got a shitty review fucking write that too we don't care um we'll make sure it gets forward to john cross yeah i want to find the guy who hates john cross and listen to our show (laughs) and and review us badly on stitcher but what is that we have to find this movie tim what movie is that sir is yelling at me from the imdb changes it's called hurricane smith okay starring carl weathers as hurricane smith is that a boxing movie? Uh, no. It looks like if Carl Weathers tried to make a bootleg action Jackson. <laughs> the bad guy's Jurgen Proc now. Brother <laughs> Kane's in this motherfucker. <laughs> and nobody else. <laughs> Can you water down action Jackson, Carl Weathers, and become Hurricane Smith? Sure, buddy. Anyway, we'll see you next week with Evils of the Night. I think Dano's coming on next week. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think he's doing Slaughterhouse-Five, maybe, if if he doesn't change. That's what he told me to do. And I am going to be doing road games. So we'll see you next week, everybody. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night The part is over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again
You think it takes talent to play Frankenstein? It's all on makeup and then grunting. Cheers! Uh, uh, what again exactly? Use buzz. Oh, good. See things no one else can see. Do things no one else can do. You know, you look like you had fell in the cheese dip back in 1957. You, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. I live to see you eat that contract. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! Is this something you could share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? What did I teach you? You part the Duke of New York, you're a number one. Oh, Joe Miller, you just found the marble in the oatmeal. You're a lucky, lucky, lucky little boy, because you know why? You get to drink from the fire hose! I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent.